I'm a mess. I do my makeup in my car. Pulling up 6:30 when I told you six o'clock. I admit I'm always about to fall apart, but you would never notice 'cause I make you think I'm not. You say you know me, but you don't, but you don't, but you don't make it look easy. What a joke, what a joke. Looks can be deceiving, could let you see the real me. But I let you think I'm perfect. Happy New Year. We're back. <laughs> Happy New Year, not years. Are you a years girl? No, I oh. d- I'm not, but... Um, I posted it on my stories the other day because we were talking about it on New Year's Eve, and I was shocked that some people do the Happy New Year's. And no, it's, it's, you're just doing one year. You're not celebrating <laughs> a bunch of New Year's. It's New Year's <laughs> Eve, right? Because it's the Eve of New Year's. That's right, or New Year. It uh-huh. belongs to New Year, yep. so it's New Year's Eve or Happy New Year. Right. It's a Happy New Year. It's not a Happy New Year's. You're not celebrating <laughs> 22, 23, 24. I mean, you might be. You might be, but. You're not. So it's New Year. <laughs> I know. Um, no, but I just wanted to say I love saying that to people. Happy New Year. Is it? It is going to be a happy New Year. I'm speaking this over everybody No, listening. it is. I, I'm making a vision board this year. Good. I, I'm feeling a vision board. I I don't do, we were just talking about this. I don't do resolutions. Okay. Because I feel like resolutions always set yourself up for failure, right? Everybody yeah. goes into the new year, new year, new me. No, same old bitch. Okay. Yeah, same. Same bitch. But I do like to have words and mm-hmm. so that every choice that I make through the year, mm-hmm. I can say, is it going to help? Is it going to tie back to my word of the year? Mm-hmm. My words of the year are progress and peace. Oh, and good. so for every choice I make. Pee-pee. Yeah. I love a pee pee. <laughs> for every choice I make, if it doesn't bring me one of those two things, or if something that comes in my life doesn't bring me one of those two things, mm-hmm. I don't have time for it. You sure don't. You don't. So, right. That's where I'm at this year. Good. So I'm making conscious choices in my life and like trying to get my shit together mm-hmm. so that. I can have those two things this year. That is great. And I feel like we're a lot alike in that way. I don't really do resolutions. I feel like resolutions are just trendy for people. And like you said, I mean, I don't necessarily want new year, new me. I'm not that bad, guys. God, No, on. I'm fucking awesome. I love, my, <laughs> I love myself. <laughs> but, you know, there are improvements. Absolutely, there are. And I think that goes without saying. Like, it doesn't have to be a new year to figure out if you're being a little shit. In June, it doesn't mean wait till January to fix it. First thing up is fixing my fucking mic. So Spencer has the entire microphone boom arm um, in her hand, and it's not on the table. It's really too bad that we weren't filming It's really too bad. But you know what? I told Spencer today, I said, are we going to do video? And she's like, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it today. She had a migraine. Totally get it. But we both agree we are going to get more consistent, and we are going to follow through with stuff because... It ain't cute. We know it ain't cute. And we're going to do that. We're going to take it seriously. Excuse me. I have a little indigestion. I guess I'm talking <laughs> all this stuff. I guess we're going to start New Year's with indigestion. But I'm a, I'm not really a New Year's resolution girly either. I do like words. But honestly, this year, I feel like I was unprepared for the new year. Like I didn't do any cute slides that everyone's doing. I didn't do any like post like designated to no. words to like speak over my year. But I will say... I reflected on my year and I had a great year last year. It was 
really great actually we did a lot of stuff with swiping up that we mm-hmm. wanted to do we spoke it into existence we followed through we did it but and I know you're probably feeling this too because we've talked about it but honestly for 2023 I literally a we don't want to care about the negativity no nope. you both agreed That's the piece the yep. piece part of my work we don't care about negativity and like sometimes we love the self-deprecating like humor with it but sometimes we don't even need to bring that into our minds because it's going to take up space and we're not doing that anymore we're nope. not doing that anymore nope at all and also like this is going to sound really harsh and I kind of do mean it to be but I'm so done with like toxic people like I keep mm-hmm. people in my life to be the peacemaker and to not ruffle feathers and if you hear little people talking shit or you you hear a little this that and the other like I'm really done with that like we don't need that in our lives like we don't nope and I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I'm like I don't need friends just to have like a bunch of friends I have my good friends that I trust and if I can't trust you I'm not gonna be a bitch I'm not gonna be mean to you by any means but I'm done I'm done pouring into those cups of people because I don't get that in return and I'm gonna be selfish this year with that kind of stuff because I'm tired of being I feel like I let stuff go a lot with people and it always bites me in the ass I'm always the one that like feels it deeply we you're the same way we're empaths we feel it and it burdens us and it hinders us from growing and And doing what we want to do and it gets to a point where it bubbles over and bleeds into other areas and it ruins things for us that we deserve yep so 100 i'm with you i think peace needs to be mine too because (laughs) she got she got a lot of peacefulness in her (laughs) no but we so okay so we took the last two weeks off of the year yeah that was planned long in advance yes we didn't realize that you know at the time when we released our interview with um lauren cook like a mother yes we knew that that was going to be two weeks, but we didn't realize when planning that it was going, that the second part of the interview was technically going to be our last episode of the year. Yeah. So we were like, oh, well, let's just record like a quickie Christmas. Yeah. Oh my God. It went terrible. <laughs> episode. We got done recording and I texted Wendy or I called you. I can't remember. Yeah. And I said, we cannot post that. No, we were Grinches. It was, it was scrooge miss. It was. And honestly, it was. I was burnt out. I mean, you probably yeah. were too, but I can only speak for myself. I know. I was burnt out. Like, I've definitely been feeling very depressed the last few months. Like, I've been in kind of a hole. And so it was like, I wasn't feeling cheery. I wasn't mm-hmm. feeling the Christmas sparkle. And if you know me, you know how much I love Christmas. Like, yeah. that, it's just so unlike me. And it was... And then... Wendy read. I'm so a, sorry. I feel really bad about that. No. I re- no, I really do. I even said, I was like, God, I should not even have said that. No, but it was like. Diarrhea of the mouth. <laughs> Wendy read an anon of somebody basically, again, saying that like, I was mean or I should care what people say about me. And I, it just sent me into a fucking tailspin. Yeah. And I was like, I, I was talking to some of my other friends about it. And I was like, I I know who I am. Mm-hmm. There's not a single person in my life who like is in my immediate knows circle, you. who yeah. knows me, actually knows me, mm-hmm. who would say I'm mean. If right. anything, they would say the complete opposite. Right. So. And everybody like, can be mean at some point, especially if like we feel attacked or being defensive and then you mix humor into it too. Cause like I've, I've been called mean from that perspective before people are like you're being mean. It's like, 
No, but there are cer- certain situations that weren't for that. sure. Everybody's perception of what's mean is different. Right. Yeah, but. I have a dry sense of humor. I'm super sarcastic. Yeah. And like my love language is like poking fun like that. I mean, for better or for worse, like that is how. Yeah. If I'm not making fun of you, I don't love you. Right. Yes. No, I <laughs> like, know. I tease. I'm a teaser. I'm a teaser. So, you know, I just that was part of my thing. Like I have to let go of caring about other people's perceptions right. of me mm-hmm. because that is not reality. No. And so, so that's so funny. You yeah. brought that up because, and Spencer and I haven't had this conversation right now, but it's funny that you say that because we are very kindred in that way. Because this morning I was laying in bed and I was thinking about like the new year just in general, because I'm for some reason, January for me, I like clean slates with things. I like clear cut, clean slates. So like Mm -hmm. January naturally is like, it's quite literally the start of a new year. So it's easy for me to focus on like leaving the past in the past during January and like moving on to something else because it literally is a new year. The page actually turned it. Same thing with birthdays, you know, And I was laying in bed and I had saved a whole bunch of different Instagram um, posts that I've seen somewhere like in August, somewhere in June. And I must subconsciously really let it wear on me about, and it's probably the nature of what we do now and getting like feedback from people and a non box and like all that with people saying certain things. But I had saved 50 different ways of saying like about people's perception about you and not caring. And that that's none of your business. It doesn't matter what they think about mm-hmm. you. It matters what you think about you and what people in your life that matter think about you. So right. what my son thinks about me as his mom, what my husband thinks about me, what you, like my friends, the people that I trust and actually do care what they think about me. And I'm not saying y'all as listeners, we do care about what y'all think, but sometimes people have ill intentions with that. And mm-hmm. I can't care what you think. If you think I am dumb and babble on about whatever, and I don't know what I'm talking about. Like who cares if you think that about me? Well, and personality types are different, right? Like I'm not going to be best friends with every single person I meet. Mm-hmm. So every single person that listens to the show and enjoys mm-hmm. the show or follows us on social media, we're not going to vibe. And yeah. so I think, and I mean this, I don't mean this to be disrespectful in any way, shape or form, but I have a very different personality type sense of humor than a lot of our audience because a lot of our audience is Southern moms and I'm not that I'm not Southern. I'm not a mom. I'm not, I, I, I have faith, but I'm not religious. Mm -hmm. So I think that like there are fundamental differences between me and a lot of our audience. And so yeah, I talk the way I talk. I am who I am. Yeah. You don't have to love me, but you have to I like also, the show. But I also you do have to <laughs> like the show. But I also have the right to be like, I actually don't care what you have to say to me. And that was, I think, what really bothered me about the comment that you read on yeah. Scrooge Miss yeah. episode, which we did put on Patreon. But honestly, if you're a Just patron, you can probably it. skip it. You can skip Miss. We'll have to make up for it this yeah. month. Um But it was like she said whoever wrote it said that I basically responded to a person's comment about me being either the language that I used or me being mean or something like that as that's your problem, not mine. And I should really listen. No, I shouldn't. It is your problem, not mine. Yeah. I am who I am. 
You don't have I to love me. I agree with that. So that's why you have to let go of what people think about you because it can't be both. And I'm so yeah. guilty of that too. And that is the self-reflection thing that I have to do. Like if I'm going to care about what you say, because I do, like that was one of my issues. I do care. I care way too. And that is also my Enneagram. Yeah. I am that person. I want you well, to like me. we're both threes. Exactly. Yeah. We want you to like us. We, we have this self-acceptance. Like I want to feel like you like me. And let me tell you, there are people that are intertwined in this show that don't like me. And I know that like we we've had these conversations or that don't like whatever those types of things. That's okay. Like we're going to have that with listeners, with people that we deal with. We're going to have those relationships and that is okay. It doesn't mean they're a bad person. Doesn't mean I'm a bad person. Like everyone is entitled to liking who they like and whatever. But my issue is sometimes I like try to overly make them like me. No, yeah. you either like me or you don't. I'm not going to change very who people, I, people pleasing yes. behavior. And when that whole, um, I saw a ton of girls sharing the, the slide of like, yes, I'm too much. Yes. I'm loud. Yes. I'm obnoxious. Da, da, da. And so I am that person. Like I saw it and I was like, oh my God, I have to repost that. Cause that is literally me. And Stacy and I had this conversation going to Heather McMahon a couple weeks ago and she's like, but that's one of your endearing qualities is you know that about your, you know, you're loud, you know, you're annoying and obnoxious at certain times. I'm like, yeah, I do. And it doesn't bother me in the moment. Like I know, and I like Same. look back at myself and I'm like, but that is literally me. That's not me putting on a show. Like I think I'm the same way, like crazy, loud, annoying, witty, very quick witted in person. Yeah. Like I am on the show. Like I am like that. Like that is me. That's not me putting on a front. Like I really do feel like that's my day to day. And I think clients that listen to the show would vouch for that too. I am just that person. So like getting in our own heads about who we are, people obviously like who we are. And we like, we are very different, but we have a good chemistry on the show and like in well, because life. Because we're very fundamentally, we're very similar. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. think like, that we have the same we were, thought process and feelings, which is terrifying for y'all. It's really scary. <laughs> but I think that like, it, I mean, how fucking lame would it be if all the people in your circle were exactly like you, right? Like yeah. you don't have to be exactly like all the people that are important to you in your life yeah. and close to you. Yeah. So it, that's one thing. But I will say, listen, I listen, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I follow a lot of people on social media but particularly when I talk about podcasts and the duos and we're very, we are just us mm. on the show for better or for worse. Yeah. I think a lot of times podcasts, it's, it's similar to radio in that you get like a performance, yeah. you get the best of people. People are one way when they come on the show mm -hmm. or when they come on stories and then when they come off, they're totally different. Mm -hmm. And that's not the case. Like no, that's too much as work. I, as I said, for better or for worse, yeah. we are who we are when we come on the show. And so I think that's why it's especially hard to because the realization of it, well, that's because it's really you. If you Correct. were a personality, people can hate your personality. Correct. Fine. Hate my personality. But if you know, yeah, but yeah, you, so it's, yeah. so it, you know, it's particularly sensitive. Thank y'all so much. Um, it's been a good episode. You can follow it. <laughs> Such good therapy. <laughs> Imagine. Okay. No, well, this year truly. it's about progress and peace. Yep. We're doing big things. We, we are, are so close to hitting a million downloads, which I mean, if you had asked us, uh, 
in August of 2019 when we started this shit, if we would get here, we probably would have said We no. probably, did you ever think that we would be, because this is going into our fourth year, right? So technically this is our third full year, January to December. Oh, okay. Because when you did the stories, I was like, wait. I okay, saw your message. Right, yeah. right, right. So August 2019. So we're, we're in the like first half of our third year currently. Yep. Okay. We are. And like, it's wild that we're here and the things that we've done. We have a lot to be proud about. Like we really oh, yeah. do. We have a lot to be proud about and we are going to manifest peace. And maybe that even means that we just don't do the Anon box anymore. Maybe. If that's going to be the I know shitty people, stuff. I know people. Well, for me, I don't have to see it. I know. So, f- And I promise I protect <laughs> your feelings and mine on certain things. There are certain ones. Oh, if I'm I sure. see us, I won't even, I, I give it, I have gotten so much better about that, about like, letting it roll off yeah. with that part unless I like am on my period and then I'm like festering rolling around <laughs> in it and thinking I really am a dumbass but whatever no but um, that's but so but for we get me, good stuff out of it the too. anon box doesn't impact me because I don't mm. have because I can't see them I don't see them unless you send them to me right but for you if it means that not doing the anon box is going to protect your peace and I gotta do it then mm. you have to do it then we have to get rid of it oh no it does it does not it really does not bother me even okay. even the reviews don't bother me anymore do they bother you Oh no, I think the review I think podcast reviews are fucking hilarious. Yeah. I, they don't I bother mean, me anymore. We used to get so butthurt. We would like literally oh, yeah. sulk for like days. Don't get me wrong. Um, we're gonna need you to go on and rate us five stars <laughs> on iTunes and Spotify. Um because it counteracts the one star. Right. Yeah, yeah. But no, they don't bother me okay, like good. they did. Every once All in right. a while somebody will say something sharp and I'm like, ooh, that one stings. Yeah. Of course, reading it about yourself, but I think we're better at like letting it roll. We don't let it marinate in our brains. I don't know how many times I'm damn say marinate. I guess I'm a mistake. <laughs> God. Got- My word of the year is marinate. <laughs> she got food on the brain i don't know what i got on the brain i just take a word and run with it for 19 minutes but this episode is sponsored by zocdoc you've been stewing about a health problem that you have you almost resort to texting your group chat to get your friends opinions or hopping on the old uh googler Mm -mm. not the google a little webmd action (laughs) not not good it's never a good idea you're extremely unlikely to find quality medical advice in your group chat or on WebMD, but you can find it from a doctor on ZocDoc. Thousands of medical professionals on ZocDoc are there to help you. They listen like a friend and give you the expert care that you need. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. I love it. It's so convenient, and I'm the type of person... As soon as I feel something or something doesn't, if I have a rash or whatever, I need to have an answer immediately because I just let it marinate in my head and it goes into bad places. And I am very guilty of going on the old Google. And when that happens, guess what? I'm dying. That's what that means. So the other thing that's really interesting is like sometimes you have something that's going on and you're not sure what kind of doctor you're actually supposed to be seeing for said issue. And... ZocDoc is going to kind of take that mystery out because you can search by like what your issue is. In fact, love that. I'm trying to take proactive steps to get like things going on with me in check. And so I just used ZocDoc this morning to make an appointment with a new psychiatrist so I can get back on my uh, Adderall. (laughs) And I'm very excited about it. Yeah, absolutely. But ZocDoc was so easy because I was able to just hop on, put in what I needed, where I was what kind of appointment I was looking for in person, telehealth, et cetera, what my insurance was. And it 
literally brought up a list of doctors. I could read their bios. I could read about them, read reviews from previous patients and book all through the app. It was, couldn't have been so easy. And I need like instant gratification for stuff. So like the less time I have to wait on it, the better for me. Mm -hmm. No more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. ZocDoc is a trusted guide and it connects you to your favorite doctor that you haven't met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood, even if you're traveling, who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. That's right. Y'all can go to ZocDoc.com slash swiping up and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today, many available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash swiping up. ZocDot.com slash swiping up. All right, perfect. All right. Well, we're going to protect our peace. We are. We're going to make progress. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely want to do more things with swiping up. You guys, we we want progress for swiping up. We want progress. We did Ooh, you know more we progress do? last year than I think we could have ever thought possible. We, we should and pull our year. people about like what they... I don't want to say what they want to see from us because that's not what I'm trying to say. We need to ask our people, y'all listening, what y'all would want to do that y'all would come to. We want to do like more events, right? Like live stuff yeah. too. Y'all got to tell us though. We need some ideas. We don't, we can't have all the ideas. We don't want to be <laughs> selfish. Y'all got to tell us too. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Cool. Okay. Well, we have a lot to talk about. We do. Don't dive in because I want to ask you about something that someone messaged me about. Oh, okay. I'm it's ready. not bad. I'm ready. Harry and Megan. I know you watched it. Okay. So I, I do want to okay. talk about it. Somebody wanted me to talk about it on stories. And I was like, no, I want to save it for the podcast because I feel some kind of way about it. And I was kind of getting that from you too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so next week we are going to be back on YouTube and back yes. to traditional format and all the, all the things. But we just wanted to get on here and shoot the shit because we were a little rusty. We had a few weeks off. It's literally been a month since I've seen wendy so yeah so here we are crazy yeah okay harry and megan yeah did you watch all the episodes all of it so that's huge for me first of all that is very proud i was sucked in okay so i actually found the whole documentary super interesting because it gave so much backstory on the inner workings of the firm and how it worked and the PR and their relationship with the tabloids. Because here in the U.S., right, we we are the tabloids are trash. Everybody knows right. they're trash. Nobody believes anything they say. No. And it's not like that in the U.K. It's very it's different. It's the gospel. Yes. Them. It's weird, yeah. So it's very strange the, how the, the relationship between the general public and the tabloids is different. Yeah. But, like, I was shocked to learn that like each person within the family has their own PR team, yeah. their own press office. Yeah. And that like those, those people are going to sell stories about other family members to cut. Like it was just kind of wild. To it me. is. Wild. It's so shady, but I was like, okay, has it always been like this? And I was like, no, it really hasn't been because think about it. When the queen was younger, we had newspapers, but there weren't tabloid magazines. This is a very new relationship. And then, so you had this generation of that, just Mm -hmm. tabloids, you know, princess die age. Oh yeah. Like tabloids and reality. Which was obviously very impactful in her death. For sure. Like that was, there's such a cloud. Exactly. There's such a cloud over tabloids in general for her and for the kids. I mean, that basically took their mother away. Yeah. 
So you've got that that time frame, mm-hmm. but then you add in the new generation with the boys where mm-hmm. you incorporate social media into yes. that, which as we know is we love social media, obviously, but yeah. it's also one of the most toxic mm-hmm. things that could ever happen to and us. And everything is online. Like the days of like print things it's just not I mean that is such an old age thing to do like everything is online whether or not you want it to be you're not going to stop it everything is going to be online it's quick it's the fastest source good and bad that you're going to get from anything like that's the shitty part about it it's not going anywhere nope because word travels real quick so I thought that that was really interesting Mm -hmm. um I've always been a Meghan Markle fan to be honest I watch suits Mm -hmm. I I always liked her Okay. I wish that we had seen, I we got to see a little bit of her personality in the documentary, I felt like, but mm-hmm. I wish we could have seen more of like, instead of prim and proper polished Megan, we could have seen a little more like yeah. real life Megan. Do you feel like it was very biased though? Obviously. Because oh, of they, course. Okay. Because I feel like it was definitely biased. And I don't, I don't know. I've always been kind of indifferent yeah. with Megan. I don't, I didn't love her. I didn't hate her. Honestly, I didn't watch Suits. I didn't even know who she was really outside of like dating Harry at the time. H. What the hell is that? H and M. That's his actual nickname by other people. H. Yes. Okay. So like a lot of um, royal fans, which I'm not a Royals person. I'm not a Royals. You're girly. not a Royale. I'm not a Royale, but I always loved Princess Di and I always had a thing for Harry. I Call me crazy. love Princess Di. My mom has always loved Princess Di. And if my mom asked me for her haircut one more time and I have to tell her you have more <laughs> hair than she did. Um, I love Harry. I love William too in his own way. Harry was always the party prince. Like after seeing him in Vegas on that rooftop, like partying it up, I was like, you're my guy. Like I love that you don't care that you're quite actually a prince. Yeah, no, like, he was you always, don't care. The rebel attitude always I love it. did it for yeah. me. But I, and I, I liked Megan as an actress. And then when she started dating Harry, I knew who she was and I liked her then. And I was like, oh my God, this is like crazy. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Hold but, on. Hold on. Hold on. Do you buy that? She didn't really know who he was. Absolutely. Cause not. I cannot with that when she's like, I just really had no idea how like big bitch. Every American is yeah. obsessed with Royals. Even if you're not like super intertwined in their day to day, like America finds the royal family fascinating. I do. It's it's wild when you really put your head yeah. in that space and think like years and years and years of like royal. Like they, that is actually a damn queen telling you what to do. Yeah. A whole queen. Do I think that the whole thing was biased? 100%. Yeah. Do I think that she didn't know who Harry was? No. no. She, of course she knew who Harry was. I think she knew a lot more about the royal family than she let on. Yeah. There's a picture of her in high school visiting Kensington Palace. Yes. Like, and they had the the um little interview clip of uh them saying like William or Harry. And she's like, oh, I don't know. It was like a few months or a yes. year or something before they started dating. And she's like, I don't know, um, Harry. You knew who he was. Yeah. Like, let's be real. No, 100%. We all did after that Vegas naked uh, photo. <laughs> we all yeah. knew who he was. No, 100%. Okay. But... I think that she's probably, do I think, I think that she thinks it's going to make her look better if. More relatable if she didn't really know. And like, I don't know if it's that. She wasn't after him for that. Yeah. That part. Mm -hmm. Because so many of the tabloids were, oh, she's just this like 
fame hungry American actress. She's just looking for a payday. She's just looking for a prince. Yeah. There was all this negative connotation to Mm -hmm. like, or negative like assumptions. I think anybody would want it to look like you really super cash or like, Oh yeah, this is my boyfriend. Yes. It's a, but in that case, a prince, you got to just own it. He's a prince. He's there's not a single person in the entire world who right. doesn't know who yeah, Harry don't is. Don't play it like makes you have discredibility. Like you can't not do that. Yes, I I agree a hundred percent. Okay, but overall, I felt very compelled by their their story of their experience. I think that it's pretty. I I do believe that Charles and William were as bad towards them as they they lead it to believe Mm -hmm. I think if anything they could have been a lot more damning in Mm -hmm. the information that they shared for example we saw that William sent Harry an email that was really upsetting Mm -hmm. we know it probably had a lot of negative things to say they could have shared that yeah like there there were things that they could have shared but I think they they're one also even though the the firm is supposedly like not litigious Mm -hmm they're not part of the firm anymore. So, and they've already kind of with the lawsuit against the daily mail, they've kind of crossed that line. Right. Mm -hmm. So they've opened up the door to litigation. I don't know. I feel like they, they could have at the end of the day though, that's still his brother. And I think there's still a love and I mean, they've been through a lot, obviously. And to be truthful, like I always have liked both of them in their own right. I think they both bring very different sides of the Royal family to the table. I mean, William to me, is your typical heir to the throne. Like him and Catherine. I love her too. I think she's beautiful and very, she, I've never liked her stunning to me and like, just very, I don't know, but they fit that bill. And whereas like Harry and Megan don't fit the bill. Like, I I mean, I would love to do that. I'd be in the hierarchy if I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go party with them. Yeah. But I feel like with Megan and Harry, Anybody can paint anything in, in whatever light you want it to be. So, if, sure. you know, on the other side of it, they yeah. could. But at the end of the day, that is still Harry's brother. They still have a lot of love for each other, regardless of mean things that you would say to that person at the at the very least. Like, that's still your brother. You're still going to respect certain things. That being said, I feel like Megan, like, came into it. And I don't want to say this where, where y'all take it the wrong way. It was very disruptive. And I'm not saying certain things didn't need to be disrupted. I absolutely think she did some things for the better. But I also think there were certain traditions that in the past, like certain things I really liked how it was. And it was like a generational thing where it always went a certain way. Now, that being said, I think they very much mistreated her based on color of her skin, background being married before like my god everybody has a past like you cannot hold that and then her damn dad selling them damn stories on the elliptical i can't get the hell out of here i was dying i remember when i rewatched it i don't i rewatched it i had to rewind it i was like no he is not sitting in a damn fan bike in the window Oh my god! So bad like, for a hundred thousand. That's it. Like the picture what? that I remember Goodbye. like most clearly is him sitting like at the library computer area or whatever. How to at- be a royal? <laughs> what so, do I do at the? Ro- so funny. He was gross, and I do Disgusting. feel for her that because I think she lost him. In well, she did lose him in that, and that's yeah. got to be really sad. I think I, I loved seeing her relationship with her mom. Her mom is obviously I love super her mom. Were involved and very close with. But like so normal, like I really liked her mom a lot. I think so. I want to go back to, I think that 
if they didn't have children mm-hmm. who they wanted to maintain titles for, mm-hmm. or they wanted at least the children to have the opportunity to maintain their titles. Yeah. I think they probably would have just gone in. Totally. Yeah. Um, but they have the kids to consider. And, and we have to remember too, this was the last interview recorded was August of 2022. The queen was still alive through mm-hmm. all of this and they deeply respected her. Yeah. Why? I don't know, but cause it's the damn queen. Mm, I got my, well, we know I already shared my opinions. Right. And I got all kinds of shit. At for the it. end of the day, it's still the queen. It's still his grandmother. It's his. Gr- so that's why yes. it's not. They definitely, I think went very easy on her. You can't convince me that she wasn't complicit in a lot of, Oh, people the, say she's a bitch. The top three people are the Queen, Charles, and William. You can't tell me that all these decisions were made around Harry and Meghan just by Charles and William <laughs> and not the fucking Queen. Right. Like, and let me tell you, I never trusted Charles' dusty ass. Like, no. I do not trust him a no. bit. No. He always gave me the heebie-jeebies. Because he's a creep. The Queen so has always been known to be a bitch, but she was the Queen at a young age. I probably would be a little bit of a bitch, too, because I'm like, listen, I got these gems on my head. I might <laughs> change a little bit too i don't know if i'll be totally grounded the most powerful woman in the world right like i might not be all the way grounded but charles see ya yeah bye i think so that's where i sit on that i think megan probably came in trying to be as respectful as possible to the traditions and the procedures and immediately felt so unwelcome she's like immediately no (laughs) yeah immediately no she probably felt one obviously they didn't help her in any way shape or form she's an american right. she doesn't of course she's not going to know all the traditions and how things are supposed to be done and in one in one sense i do think harry kind of did her dirty because like harry knows harry should have helped her out in certain ways to dress and things like Bitch, that that like, curtsy that she did uh, <laughs> if she really did that if she really did do that that is disrespectful you yeah. know damn well that is not how you curtsy i couldn't tell when he was looking at her <laughs> he was when like she was doing that I, I don't i think he was low-key like babe babe can you please not do that it looks stupid <laughs> He was like kind of smiling, but like also you could tell he was like annoyed a little. Yeah, like yeah. okay, like we get it. Your mom, but because to him that's just that's tradition and that's how he was raised and that's right. how things are done. And she's kind of mocking it. it. That's what I was gonna say. It was a little disrespectful from that perspective. I hope she didn't really do that. I have a feeling she probably did. <laughs> super. They're like, I don't want to meet her. She's like super dramatic and like an actress, and then she comes in with her little. <laughs> please tell me she wore a damn tutu and some like ballet god. shoes um oh, what, what's that the basket skirts with all the oh crinoline oh god <laughs> yes be funny oh god but so i think that she probably came in very well intentioned and then once she was inside saw all the things that were just like fundamentally so fucked up and was like okay well here's what's important to me and how i can contribute right i do think she has a service-driven heart i don't think that's a facade i think that's really who she is yeah um i think she was like that even as a kid and i really love to see that like that's obviously who she is at at her core and i think that is very respectable yeah i i don't know it was very endearing to me, the doc, it made yeah. me feel like connected How to normal, them. Same. And I feel like their love, they really are genuinely in love with each other. And I feel like they really have a great thing. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you, it made me love Harry so much more. He's such a great man. He's such a great husband, such a great family. Like, you can tell he really puts his family first. He's not just saying that. I mean, he literally left. Everything. For her. The entire world. Right. For her. And 
that gaudy ass house. Like that's a lot of stuff going on in the palace. Yeah. But like to I love leave. the cottage. Did the yes. fucking Toadmore, whatever no. they call it. <laughs> Hello, I am Princess Toadmore. <laughs> what? Um, and then how about her being friends with old Tyler Perry? I would have been like, listen, I want to come stay with you, but can you only be Mandia? Yeah. Like that's it. <laughs> Can you call the queen? We would yeah. have been prank calling the queen for sure. Let me tell you, how the hell you doing? <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I found it very interesting and I did love how they shed light on like other stuff that we don't really see because it was painted in a light of a little bit more real, not just like blowing smoke up your butt with like the crown or whatever. I don't know. Um, and the crown lost me. It was here's like really the thing slow. that's really interesting. I haven't even attempted mm-hmm. one because I'm just not that interested. And in I love it, but I need to skip to like Diana's uh, season because that's all I really care about. Queen Elizabeth doesn't do it for me. I mean, I whatever. She's the queen. Like God yeah. speed the queen. What do they say? God save the queen. Why do they say that? I don't know. Like because they never wanted to die. I don't know. Well, damn, she bound it up. <laughs> he was like, "Listen, I've been saving her a lot. It's time." Twenty twenty three was the year. Come for the queen. to me, <laughs> right? Um, but what was I, say? I don't know either. Shit. Wow, this is going swimmingly. Either way. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. I loved seeing like the insight from their perspective and they live a normal life. And I really, I really like that. And I, all of their at home videos, they seem so professional. Like we did not have at home videos like that, but that is also a goal for 2023. I'm going to be having somewhere I like slowly pan and look over my shoulder and run through the forest with Fisher. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having good home videos, period. I, I hope that for, I wish that for you for this year, for 2023. Um, (laughs) Dang. Well, I was going to say something else, but I totally lost my train of thought. Uh, We were talking about the Royals, the Queen. I don't know. I lost it. That's if it. If it comes to you, just blurt it out. Oh, you know it I ain't will. No different. It ain't different than what normally you, goes on in this thing. No, I will. Uh, have you watched anything else this month? It's a busy month for us. It's January 2nd. No, I haven't watched anything. No, not January. <laughs> I know. Um... What else did I? Oh, I marathoned through the third season of Emily in Paris. Have you ever watched those? I did watch the first one and then I stopped. I need to get back on it because I feel like I'd really enjoy it. I tried three times to start the first season of Emily in Paris. And every time I got a couple episodes in and I was like, this show fucking blows. But then I was like, okay, people keep talking about it. Second season came out and I was like, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to make it through. And now I love it. And third season was the best season yet in my opinion. I loved it. All right. Well, maybe I'll get on that one. It was quick. I watched it in one day. Oh, like, cause I don't think, I think the episodes are short. I think they're like 35, 40 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think they're hour episodes. Oh, okay. Um, I could be wrong. Maybe I spent a lot longer. I was going to say that sounds doable for me, but I did watch it in a day. Um, and I liked that. I'm trying to think what else I watched. I don't think um, i've watched anything else caught oh, up on yellowstone i was back on yellowstone okay i need to get into yellowstone that's something that blows people's mind when i say i do not watch it. people are like what like i have clients that ask me all the time and i'm like i don't watch it i've been reading again so the couple next door have you read that one i think it's on my list but i don't it's in my queue but i haven't read it my friend I'm jamie sure. sent me the book and i'll i will finish i started it yesterday i will finish it today absolutely incredible so far people are like I can't wait to see what you think about it and I was like why are people saying that oh my god let me just tell y'all if y'all read that book you know what I'm about to say I'm not gonna spoil it but I could not sleep last night literally 
watch Fisher's camera. Like I just, oh my God, it is so freaking good. And it's not a normal book that I would normally read. It's not a Colleen Hoover lovey. It's the couple that has, it's like, there's like secrets that the couple, it's like the couple moves in, right? And then Mm-mm. the family moves in and then there's the couple next door and they have like all these secrets that start playing out. Maybe I'm thinking of a different book. It's similar to what you're saying, but it's, there's a couple that lives next door to another couple and obviously they're neighbors. <laughs> it's also called a neighbor. Um, but the couple, something happens during a dinner party and yes. from, okay. from the back of the book I'm reading, but they already live there. Oh, okay. Or maybe later in the book, someone moves in. Maybe I'm mixing two books, but yes, dinner party. I know yeah. what book you're. Book but you're the husband about, and wife do it. start to find secrets about each other, and I'm just now getting to where I think the wife secrets are going to are about to come out. I think. Okay. So that's where I'm at with that. I'm like halfway. Well, I was literally looking at my Kindle and said, "I haven't touched you in two months. I don't know how you're still charged." So wow, yeah, still holding its power. So I do want to start reading again. Yeah. I have been so enthralled in the Idaho case. It's like the only thing that I can think oh of. It's the only thing like I just that is the what I'm consuming currently. Okay. All Idaho for stuff. Utaho. Utaho. I'm Daho. So yeah, the Idaho case. I've seen a lot of people covering that now and it is like homeboy you posted something about it being the same person. What was the other video? Oh well Obviously, it's not confirmed that it's him, but there are several different videos. One's from a podcast. One's from um, a Twitter account that people are assuming is him. Another is from a Reddit account. Um, He supposedly had uh, a Facebook profile called Papa Roger. Okay. With like an, the profile picture is like an AI version. You know that AI app that everybody's Uh been making photos of themselves? It looks like he used that and it turned him into an old soldier. And he's got that as the profile picture. Mm. Asking super, super leading questions. Super weird questions. Like, yeah. Very leading. Mm -hmm. And like... Definitely, like, once they started talking about this white Elantra, then he had several posts where he was like, the white Elantra is just a a rabbit, what do they call it? A white rabbit or whatever, when it's like you throw something Like a decoy? Yeah, you throw something in as, like, a distraction. So he made several posts kind of alluding to, like, how the white Elantra doesn't have anything to do with it, and he thinks it's like... Or, like, the video where it was in the background when they were investigating, super creepy stuff. Yeah, it was when, I think, Brian Enton was standing in front of the house Mm -hmm. reporting on Mm -hmm. it, and the white car was was going back back and forth. forth. Um, It is fascinating. Then, so people started to put two and two together, and this group is huge. It's got, like, 150, I think more now that this information's come out. Wait, what group? The Facebook group that Papa Roger quote oh, was oh, in, oh. Um, which I'm in. And so people- You're in there with the killer? Yeah. <laughs> Spencer, you're really playing with death. I know. <laughs> um, But so people started questioning him because they were like, okay, this guy's weird. Yeah. He was posting every single day and all these questions. Never, he would engage on other posts, but uh. it was primarily- he, he he's making the post. master post. He would make the post every single day. They said day. he was wanting to dang, dangle carrots and like take the attention. He 100% has been inserting himself in this. You cannot so convince weird. me otherwise. So the voices. Did he want to get caught? Or he no, thought he, he wasn't going to get caught? I think he is so pathological and narcissistic. He thinks that he is. And I think he is probably very, very smart. You have to be. If you're going to be a PhD candidate in criminology, you can't be a dummy. 
So I, but I think he's just narcissistic enough where he just thinks that he can get away with it, that he can outsmart everybody. And I think he's just, he's fat. Obviously he's in this line of work. He's fascinated with this. And something that I found out yesterday, he has been studying criminology underneath um, this professor who's like world renowned, like very well respected in criminology. She's always doing TV interviews and she actually studied and has a very close, you know, professional relationship with the BTK serial killer Mm -hmm. and wrote his biography for him. And, mm -hmm. and so people are like, okay, he's obsessed with all that. Could he have had access to BTK? Because he was working that is with, so crazy. he was working with this woman. So has he like, you know, people are like, oh my God, could he have been visiting yeah, the BTK getting, killer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh. oh, it is, it's so deep. And like, the more we find out, like, I think it's really going to be shocking when we start getting real information, mm. because I think that the pieces are going to come together. And I think it, it's going to be well offline gonna, lifetime is going to be making stuff. movies about this real quick 1000 percent. and jake gyllenhaal is going to play him <laughs> oh my god yeah he's got to lose some weight um not that he's fat but you know he's always like buff and this kid was like not buff he used to be fat there's photos of him when he was that. definitely like heavier well set. i wasn't talking about that i was just saying you know well, how yeah, jake's yeah, always yeah, like yeah. beefing it up um but offline i want to ask you a couple things that i read but i don't want to do it here but all right let's move oh, okay. on to bib awards you want to do Bib Awards? Is that what we're doing now? Yeah. So we'll go through all the winners. Bib Awards was another smashing success. Sure was. We only got blocked by a few people. And honestly, like, (laughs) I enjoy them too. I think we talked about this last year, but like, we don't, y'all literally vote for every aspect of it. So we find out, just like we do with March Madness, we're finding out real time with y'all. Like, we're watching it too. We can't finagle that and like, rig it. No. If we could, we probably would not (laughs) do that. I would love to rig it, but (laughs) No. Um, but yeah. Okay. So I'll do a couple. You do a couple. We'll see what we think about them or like, we'll take, you know, whatever. Yeah, you okay. Can just read through. Okay. My phone's about to die. Best, anyways. Okay. Best reels. Sarah lit up against haters. And then the honorable mention was tall blonde bell. So what did you think about the matchup? Um, personally, I, I felt like it was really steep. I would have, Sarah Litt's reels are really good. They're so creative. They're like, very creative. Produced. Yeah. I felt like actual quality. I feel like MB's quality mm-hmm. of reels, like her film quality yeah. and like the way she puts her videos together has been so good this past year. Yeah. But Sarah Litt was rec- uh, nominated a lot last year too. I can't yes. remember who was in that category, but so I wasn't surprised by any means. Yeah. And haters, that's literally how Hayden has gotten his whole following is through his reels and they are funny and they are viral and people yep. love them. So I thought it was a fair matchup. Yeah. And tall blonde bell. Same thing. She has so great. many people yeah. nominate her, her, do you ever watch her reels? Her transitions are incredible. Like they're really good too. She I'll does to, a lot more like real life, like outfit, cute reels, like that type of thing. Not so much like a produced type so I think that's kind of why I was surprised. Oh. That I mean I'm yeah. I'm not surprised because I know how many people nominated her last year too. Yeah. But I guess to me like I don't ever watch those types of reels. They okay. don't interest me and so I never watch them. So it was surprising to me 
that so many people would want to nominate those kinds of reels. Oh, really? But like, good for her. Really? <laughs> really? I was trying to like pull Wait, up. So who so you actually won? Because I don't know any of the winners. Like, I um, didn't look. So the winner was Sarah Litt. It was 54% to 46%. Ooh, that's close. It's very close. And that's actually, that says a lot for Hayden yeah. because he has just under 400,000 and Sarah Litt has close to a million, if not a million. So, so the breakdown with votes, Sarah Litt had 27, nine, and then haters had 24, one hundred. Nice. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's great. Um, we had almost 81,000 views on our stories. I'm just looking right now oh, on those. Cool. I didn't know how many views I'm looking out. We'll, I like didn't look at, any I didn't of go stuff. through any of the results either. This is, a, this will be the first time for me to looking at the final thing. Okay. So dynamic duo up was the sister studio. So Jen and Heather and Holly and Sarah. And then the honorable mention, honorable mention was Emily and Ella. I'm not familiar with. Oh Emily. my gosh. Emily Falver. I know. No, no, no. I'm familiar with Ella. her. Oh, her daughter, Ella. Yeah. I'm familiar with Emily Falver. So Lily, my sister-in-law is obsessed with her. So she gets me watching her. Oh yeah. Um, her daughter, Ella. So that's, they went viral on TikTok because she used to do, well, not used to, she still does. They do piggies or bunnies. Yes. When she does her yep. daughter's hair, uh-huh. they would have got, they would have gotten my vote only because I love those, love those videos. But yes. obviously I voted Heather and Jen. Yep. Um, so a was, lot of people nominated us, which I thought was very, very sweet. Like uh, a lot of people, but similar to the FOMO event, yeah. it feels like weird to do our super yeah. narcissistic to and we like always, allow ourselves to be but, put in. But that's like, yeah, we always talk about it. It's like whenever people are nominating, either people don't consider us at all, or it'll be like a ton of consideration. Yeah. It's so, there's never a gray area. It's so bizarre. No, but I did appreciate it. So yes, thank you. Thank you if you nominated us for dynamic duo. We appreciate you. Um, Jen and Heather obviously won this one 55% to 45%. Hey, that's pretty so close. That's pretty close. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, biggest hot mess was living with MB, so our girl MB and Krista Horton. And then the honorable mention was Blonde Bomber blog. I who we love her. Couldn't have picked three better people. I know. Um and everybody I think took this like as a good thing. Like Yeah, it was a good thing. So many people when they were putting in their submissions were like in parentheses, in, yeah. the, in the best way or Krista, but we love her for it. Yes. Like it was not a negative. No, it's not at malicious all. Yeah. at all. So, um, living with MB 19% and then Krista 81%. Oh, well, I've never, I think we've talked about this before. Krista Horton might hands down have the strongest, most loyal following of anybody I've yeah. ever seen on Instagram. Krista's army is strong. Her army is so strong. And I as, feel like it's just not even fair anytime no. she's up in something. And like, <laughs> obviously Jen and Maddie, they all have very strong. But when I tell y'all, Krista's people come to bat for her. Yeah, they ride it, hard. They ride so hard. And it doesn't matter what the topic is. They yeah. are on it. Love to see it. Biggest or biggest best giveaways was Alexa England and Krista Horton and Daryl Ann was an honorable mention. Um, Krista won by 90%. Holy crap. Yeah. She smoked it. Alexa had so many nominations and I don't follow her. Which is, I don't either. So I was like, damn. Yeah. Okay. But which is wild because on the voting aspect of it, 6,200 versus 53,000 to put that, you know, <laughs> so um, micro bib under 20 K, which some of y'all were a little confused at the nomination ballot. No, I couldn't. I'm like, it was so late. I put, I don't know if you saw the story. I did. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had, I put up this story. So in the description, if you didn't see it, which like, what were you doing? But it said bib 
And then you have the less than sign, 20K. And we had people putting in people with three, Krista. four, <laughs> 500,000 followers, a million followers. Yeah. And I was like, are y'all fucking dumb? The answer is yes. Yeah. So Krista was nominated for that several times. That's when I was, I was like, oh, okay. All right, so, well. And then, so after I put that up, so many people were messaging. They're like, the math teacher in me wants to cry. I'm so sad. That is so funny. Um, so Blonde Bomber bla- Blog and Fully Danny were up against each other. This one was really close. 49% to 51%. Damn. Wait, so who won? Uh, Fully Danny. Oh, did she? She did. Aww. And an honorable mention was our girl, Ashley Peters, which we love her. She's so genuine and great. Y'all need to follow her, too. Um, I think most people probably follow... Blonde Bomber blog because she was at our show and she like mm-hmm. volunteered for stuff. We love to see it. We love it. Oh yeah. No, she's, there's like not a lot of people that I feel just like an instant mm-hmm. connection Same. with. Yep. She's one of them. She's so funny. She is. And just like, she's not try hard though. She just gets on stories and you're like, oh my God, she's sitting in her car. What's she going to talk about? And then you're laughing. You're like, what? Right. Because she's just so like so funny. chaotic, yeah. but in the best way. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. We can, we can recognize that. Uh-huh. And fully Danny has been a lifelong, lifelong of our show. I mean, I feel like she started supporting our show like day one. Yep. So we love to see this. Tons. And she's got a, for the size of her account, her people come for her too. Yes. They ride for her. Family content. Better with Chardonnay against Hey Maddie Nelson. And an honorable mention was Danny Austin. That's that's a, a tough lineup. This is a tough lineup. So better was Chardonnay, 17%, and Maddie was 83%. I feel like Maddie shares a lot more of her family. Mm-hmm. Like, Steph definitely is sharing more. Mm-hmm. Like, Bailey's on her stories a lot more. Yeah. She shares more of the kids. I mean, she's always shared the kids a little bit. Yeah. But I think because Maddie shares her family, like, since All day one, the time. yeah, she's Since always day kind of one. Been. Yeah, that's probably why she. Yeah, it's kind of like her brand. Like that's her for sure account the, brand. Yep, the family business. Absolutely, unrelatable content. Emily Ann, our girl, <laughs> Daryl Ann. Oh wow, look, we got a lot of Anns. If you're naming Ann, you ain't nominated for the unrelatable. Oh, maybe Emily that's why Ann, they're unrelatable because we don't have Ann as a middle name. Ugh, Emily Ann and Daryl Ann, and then honorable mentor was mentor was <laughs> Laura Ann Beverly. <laughs> also known as lab lab um <laughs> i will die if her middle name is Anne. someone actually, please confirm really somebody has to let us know if laura bev's uh we need to know that her middle name is Anne. yeah m gem for the win on this one all day m gem had 32 percent really daryl ann had 68 percent no that's shocking okay mm-hmm. here's the thing it's not shocking actually because somehow so much of the people that follow us are like dad haters and so people are like messaging us all the time like why do you hate daryl i don't hate daryl ann denner i don't understand how we got in this like hole where we just have all these people we've never even talked about her until all of it started coming (laughs) out and then it's just been said like i don't know she's just not my favorite like i just don't care for her like for no other reason than she's just not my cup of tea i find her a little annoying on stories but like yeah so i just it's just funny to me Because to me, when I think like unrelatable, I'm thinking like the ostentatious luxury over the top that M-Gem has. 
but you know, it's to each two, their own. but Every- it's two different unrelatables because I know exactly yeah. like the Daryl Ann stuff. I mean, people are like, why does she eat out every meal? Why? Like LDC is like her thing, which is like, that's where I get annoyed with her stuff. See, I it's feel like, like that is a relatable thing. It is that part. Well, I love diet Coke. So of course we relate <laughs> to that, but she just does certain things. That's like, no, yeah, stop, stop. Are, okay. Well, so. I would have thought that one would have gone the other way. Mm-mm. Best laugh. Probably Shannon Ford against living with MB. And then the honorable mention was the rambling redhead. I'm actually shocked. Krista Horton wasn't in this category. She has a very distinct laugh that people love. And they always mention that in like random stories that we've She was nominated a lot. Yeah. But for, for this particular one, those, those were, yeah, yeah. I would say she and rambling redhead were very, very close. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so the winner was living with MB, a girl, and then probably Shannon Ford had 37 MB had 63%. Okay. So, uh, have you but, ever listened to her podcast by the way? Yeah. I Shannon Ford. Uh-huh. I like it. Yeah. I like it more than I thought I would. Really? Yeah. I used to watch her on very Cavalieri and I will, she's never going to outlive when her damn high heel got stuck after Kristen <laughs> fired her in the board. Like that will never, yeah. ever not be in my brain. She's, I'll have to find the episode and send it to you. She did an, I think it was an episode of her podcast. I hope it wasn't season one. Cause you can't listen to season one anymore Oh, where she talks about, um, all the like bullshit behind I, the scenes. I listened stuff. to it and she was saying that part was fake. Kristen had already yes, fired had her. Already I listened to that her. one. Yeah. Uh, so that was probably, I haven't listened to her podcast in a long time. I haven't listened to any podcast in the past like month and a half. Really? Mm-mm. Not one. I'm all I caught just, up. I've been desperate. I, Oh, you're all caught up. Wow. I haven't listened to any. I would yeah. be so far behind. I can't catch up. Um, best collab is um, Tia and Shop Life and Lilac. And then okay. Champagne and Chanel and Kendra Scott. God, words are so hard for me right now. Um, honorable mention was Better with Chardonnay and the Tarte Cosmetics. The winner was Tia and Life and Lilac, 60% to Emily's 40%. Okay. So... Oh, hold on. I just clicked Kendra Scott. Most authentic. Bonnie Wyrick, Amber Lancaster. Honorable mention was Peyton Baxter. This is a tough one. This one was really hard. Yeah. And there was also other bibs that like I totally would have thought would have been top contenders in this category too yeah. from like what we get, like the buzz with people. I was really happy to see Bonnie in there. Yeah. Because for I sure. think Bonnie is so consistent with her. Oh, her content creation is on. Yes. Yeah. Um. I just, I was really happy to see her on here, Yeah, but this is a really tough category. So Bonnie was 31% to Amber's 69%. Yeah. I mean, Amber has gone through some shit mm-hmm. and she's always transparent about it. Yeah. That's, you know, good, not bad, lot, and the ugly, good, mm-hmm. bad, and the ugly. And not a lot of people can say that. And mm-hmm. like, obviously she's so fucking stunning mm-hmm. and it makes me sick, <laughs> but she will get on stories without makeup. You know, she, um, overnight rising star. I did not know who either one of these girls were. Alex what? Earl. You've talked about Alex Earl. I know. I have no idea who she is. And I, who's the other girl? This was Danielle. This, oh, Danielle. I was like, how do you say her name? Thirty-seven percent to sixty-three percent. Alex Earl. So who is Alex Earl? Okay, so Alex Earl. Both of these girls are like a phenomenon, but particularly Alex Earl. Yeah. So she. She is in like the matter of two months, like November to December. Mm -hmm. She gained, I think she's at 1.6 million on TikTok. 
and almost a million on Instagram. No, she's at 1.2 on Instagram. Oh, there you go. I looked literally two weeks ago and she was at 600,000. Why? We're talking about exponential growth that like people can't yeah. wrap their head around. It is absolutely insane. So who is she? So she is, she lives in Miami. She's from New Jersey. Okay. Um, She's, I think like 20, I think she just turned 22. Okay. I mean, she's just a pretty rich girl living her best damn life in Miami. But the, so I was actually just talking to um, Erica from Whiskey and Lace about this. Yeah. Cause she put on her story. She was like, who's saw, Alex Earl? Right. I saw her post that too. And I literally was like, yeah, who yeah. is Alex Earl? I was Earl? like, let me tell you, cause I'm about to write, to write a thesis on Alex Earl. Let's go. So I was listening to something from someone who majored in psychology, mm-hmm. but actually works in social media marketing. And she was saying that the, what makes Alex Earl so successful, at least because her Instagram following, and we know not a lot of people can cross over platform to platform. Right. Her Instagram following has come from her TikTok following. Okay. But the reason she blew up on TikTok is because how you grow on TikTok is to niche down. Yep. Once you think you're niche, go even more. Yep. We talked about that with Lauren. Yes. It really does have to be like that. And so- with Alex, the majority of her content is get ready with me's. She opens the video the same way every single time. She's in the same spot every single time. Mm-hmm. She does the same makeup every single time. There's not change in her videos. So why does that make you grow? Wouldn't that be? So listen, because okay. people, the psychology is people like the to know thing. what they can expect. Okay. They like that. Uh, it's consistent. And the other thing is when she's doing her makeup, she's never talking about what she's using. Courtney Shields has been doing this tactic on her TikToks too. She's always using Dibs products. She's Mm -hmm. putting it on. She's doing lip gloss. She's blending in her, you know, whatever bronzer shimmer thing. Okay. But she's never actually talking about it. And then the comments will be like, Ooh, what'd you just use on your lips? What's the lippy? Blah, blah, blah. But with Alex, she's doing everything so consistently, but then sharing about her life as she's doing it. So people are listening, but visually they're drawn in because it's consistent. Their brain knows what to expect from the visual component of it. Y'all are about to get ready with me every day. <laughs> so it helps the, it, it's, I don't know what it is, but I'm about to experiment. We're about to experiment. Yeah. But also I think probably her photos on Instagram being half naked probably help a little bit. Well, I think it would be interesting to look at her, her, uh, balance. Breakdown. Yes. With men and women on Instagram versus TikTok. Yeah. Obviously she's a, she's a young, pretty girl living mm-hmm. in Miami. She's wearing bikinis. She's wearing skin. Hey, she's dresses. doing, listen, she's, she's doing living on a yacht thing. and I am not even mad about it. I'm just saying like, yeah, you know. but anyways, more, but she is also, she keeps it real. So Good, she, yeah. She suffered from horrible acne. I mean, you can't even imagine how bad this acne was. Oh, wow. And so, and was on Accutane. And she'll share pictures about that. And she'll talk about her experience. And you can see how different her skin is now. And like, I think it, there's a, like a relatability component to her that right. you don't expect to get from yeah. somebody that fits that mold. That's that perfect, looks like her. essentially, yeah. Correct. Okay. Um the other day she did a, a video tour. She was like, let me show you New Year's Day. Let me let me show you my room. It She had dead flowers. She had old cups. She had clothes everywhere. Her makeup was everywhere. But she did it with such humor. And yeah. she was like sharing. She's just a normal fucking person. Okay, so we have talked about this before. 
the hump, because like Spencer and I will talk about like going on a little hiatus and we like, we don't know how to come back into Instagram. Like it's just one of those weird things, but oversharing, um, your life and what you're doing, the more that you do it, the less it's cringy for people. So you might lose a little mix of people at first. You might have a little drop off when you first start oversharing stuff, right? Like doing a ton of stories, doing your content basically. But then the more that you do that, the actually more your following picks up because people then are like, wait, I like that. And then you start tapping into that audience. And I can tell you, like, we've talked about this. I notice when I do that, like I have more stories, more consistently people stick around. They start engaging versus taking a break, coming back, going on strong. Cause I definitely have done that where I like don't do anything. And then I'm like, story vomit and then it's annoying to people i get it oh i'm i am known for that yeah and i think you listen you have to do what you have to do totally especially when like social media is not our full-time job so yeah there are going to be times where we we disappear and then we come back but yeah consistency even if it's just a couple stories a day Mm -hmm. then that's gonna help but cool all right so that's her now danielle is um I started following Danielle when she had 20,000 followers on TikTok. Oh, wow. Okay. And now I, I'm not sure where she's at now. I want to say she's close to half a million. Oh. And we're talking, again, span of like two months. But Dang. Danielle is having, I think, some some issues because she went viral for sharing. First, she shared this sandwich from Joe and the Juice, which is this um, chain that's international and it's in New York. And she went viral for sharing these like sandwiches. She was eating them every day. Again, consistency. Same sandwich, same snacks. Again, she's pretty. She's wealthy. You know, she Mm -hmm. lives in a nice house, whatever. But she's very consistent in the way she does her, her videos. And then... And again, that following is carrying over to Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then it was caviar. So she's blown up about these cap sheets, caviar in every single video, Mm -hmm. every single day. Her Instagram is just like tons of stories of reshares of people tagging her in their snacks. She's getting backlash now, which is something that I see on TikTok all the time where people have this like crazy fandom and they get all kinds of growth. And then all of a sudden people turn on them. Why? So people are like, oh, well, she's rich. That's why she eats caviar every day. Oh, it's her family's caviar company. That's Um, why she promotes. Yeah, she's their fucking marketing director. mm -hmm. One look at her and you know by how she presents herself that she has money to upkeep her appearance. Also, why are people mad at other people for having money? I... A mystery I will never be able to solve. And listen, while we're on this whole topic, like bloggers... People get mad at certain bloggers for having money. Who cares if they have, if they're rich and they're an Instagrammer or if they're poor and they're Instagrammer, it doesn't matter. They're being who they are online, whether it's rich or poor. I don't understand that theory. And why do we cherry pick who we're going to be mad at for having money? You don't think Krista Horton has money? (laughs) She gives away hundreds of thousands of dollars a week. You don't think she's got fucking money? Right. It doesn't matter. She's got money and it's okay. It's okay. I know. I've never understood that. I don't get it. Wild. But anyways, people are now mad at her. Yeah. So people are. Yes. So that's like the new trend on TikTok. It's like her fall from grace, but it's not her fall from grace. She'll be just fine. People will get over it in about two weeks and then she'll go right back to skyrocketing. Exactly. But anyways, honestly, I love both of them. Okay. Um, Alex Earl, I didn't never didn't even follow her until probably last week. And she was 
literally probably every third video on my for you page for two months. Wow. TikTok, definitely, they want her to be in the next Charlie, and that is a hill I will die on. I'm convinced. Well, she's already making her way, so. Oh, well on her way. Somebody was, um, I'm in a Facebook group, and somebody was saying that they work for a marketing agency, and she's already charging close to six digits for. So if y'all are mad at her for being rich, she's doing that on her own. She's making that paper. (laughs) Can't even be mad. So one interesting thing, I don't know if you saw my stories. Do you know who Elliot Spitzer is? Okay, yes, I did see your stories. And is that her? Okay. That's the stepdaughter? Yes. Okay, yeah. I saw that, but I didn't know who Alex was, so I didn't, it didn't make... Oh, my God, I died. I You're died like, when what? I found out. Yeah, it was crazy to me. Yeah. Okay, so um, this bib was needs a reality show for this award. Uh, Mallory Irvin versus the Scala Sisters. And it was 81% Mallory Irvin. Which... I do agree. I think she needs a reality show. I personally voted for Scala Sisters. Did you? Only because. So wild. Sister <laughs> dynamics are yeah. always so, so fucking interesting yeah. to me, especially when there's four of them oh, and yeah. they're Mormon. Like I'm yeah. fascinated by all of that. But the big reason that I felt like I want, I would vote for them is have, well, I'm going to guess the answer is no, but have you watched Rachel Parcell's TikToks? Mm, no I don't think so it has completely and I wish she would do it on reels but of course she's not going to do it on reels because she's got a different presence on reels on Instagram than she does on TikTok Mm -hmm. it has completely changed the way that I see her Mm. she is incredibly funny really and smart and she knows exactly how other people see her and she is turning it upside down it is really funny the honorable mention for that was Amber Lancaster Oh, for sure. I'd watch that too. Yeah, I would too. Day job girlies. Holly, Gabrielle, and Taryn Newton. I had no idea that Taryn. Me either. What does she do? So she's in corporate HR. Um, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure both of them do it part-time now and influencing full-time. But that is so impressive to me. When you posted that, I was like. Taryn works like also like wow that's very impressive when I went to her blog she because of course I was like vetting these to make sure they Mm -hmm. actually like work but yeah Holly is a nurse Mm -hmm. and I think maybe an emergency room nurse yeah definitely a nurse and then Taryn yeah for a long time she was doing blogging and her corporate job full-time Wow. Um, but her. then somebody messaged and said that she does it part-time now. So I, either, either way, way, she's still working. She's still working. They're still working. Yeah, yeah, she's still doing something outside of it. And then the honorable mention was Christine on point. Yes, she's a teacher. Yep. Um, and she had to go to work today, which is a real bummer. I saw her stories. I was like, oh, man, that really sucks. Yeah. Um, most change in 2022. Courtney Shields, Danny Austin, with an honorable mention of Danielle Eilers. Okay, Daniel Eilers is dad's sister, right? Yes. Okay. So Courtney, tell me she won. Did she win? Nope. Really? Danny won 31 to 69%. So I would be interesting to know the perspective, but I can only speak for Courtney because those are what was submitted. And I even messaged her mm-hmm. before the awards. Every single person that nominated her, I shouldn't say every single person because it was literally thousands. So that's dramatic. Yeah. But many of the people that nominated her, again, said for the better. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I can 1000% agree. Yeah. I think Courtney this year really embraced who she was. And this it was her really year. seems like she stopped caring what people think. 
Yep. And I feel like she really just did what she wanted to do. And it was very obvious that she did what she wanted to do. She really stepped out of the typical influencer box yep. and really did her own thing. Yep. More like what she has on TikTok, which is what people were saying, like, be the same, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm sure people voted and read this kind of doing either, whether it was most changed looks wise well, and, and it, also most and it changed wasn't, personality. Yeah, it wasn't clear. No. I mean, and I think mm-hmm. that's fine. It was open for interpretation. Yeah. The Danny change. probably won because it's the freshest of like the change, the actual physical change right oh, now. Because she just of, had all her stuff. Yeah. So I feel like people probably had that on the forefront of their brain. But yeah, I agree. I saw the messages about Courtney and it, I mean... She, yeah, she stopped giving a damn and you got to give somebody credit for that. Yep. Because that's what we said we were going to do. So we need to take notes. Agreed. FOMO creating event was the trend casino night or the Horton year anniversary party. Yep. Honorable mention was the Tarte cosmetics trip to NYC, which looked incredible too. Uh, Horton obviously won that by 90%. Even Ted messaged us and was yeah. like, uh, they definitely, did you see the concert? Like Walker Hayes was there. Like what? Yeah. It so was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, it looked really fun, but honestly, I'd like to go to all of these. So. Right. So send us well, an invite. We, well, we were at casino night. Remember? We were. Yeah. Do you remember? How could I forget? <laughs> Actually, I forgot. I had too many martinis. Such a good time. <laughs> <laughs> um, unique content. Uh, Ponderosa and Plaid and Ashley Mary. Both good. Both great. And then honorable mention was Danny Austin so Ashley Mary people really love her now in our inbox people because we had shared her a few times and she covers if y'all don't know she covers all like the true crime like all that kind of stuff and I feel like it's having a moment the past like year and a half with all these like things it's like really having this like people you're seeing more content creators doing it because Ashley has been so successful and I'm not gonna lie I hope she listens to this I often think about her when I go through her stories at the end of the day and I'm clicking through and I'm like how does she do all this? Have like, you how ever does she watched have time? House and Habits? Yes, I have. I was shocked she wasn't even in here. How? Well, House and Habit, I think that there's... It's more biased to one side of the gate and people have a problem with that. I don't... I mean, I think it can be. It depends. But I think there's kind of a stigma around her because she's so anti-media mm-hmm. and whatever. People yeah. have like a weird thing about that. But yeah, I mean, both of them, I mean, it's a lot of time dedicated a to lot. it. To have, I mean, you're fact checking and you're kind of making sure these things check before you're, you're posting. So it's like, it's a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I watch her stories and I'm like, damn, I, I, that's a I lot. I know. I'm like so, in, like, I'm a true crime junkie. I listen to the podcast. Yeah. Like, I love true crime. I do too. Like, I would love to like share more true, like of the true crime stuff that I follow along, just what interests me on stories, but I just don't have time. No, it's a lot. <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. I know me and my mom always watch the ID channel, like all these murder shows. And the more that I watch, man, the more trust issues I have with people. I just, I'm like, what? Literally. I said this to Robbie last oh. night. Cause we were laying in bed and I was like, I know I heard you. I bugged your phone. <laughs> I was like, is the front door locked? And he was like, yeah. And I said, are you just saying that? Or are you sure that you locked the front door? And he was like, no, it's locked. And I was like, can you just get up and check? I checked my front door, back door and garage door. Y'all, I am not kidding with you. Probably six or seven times. I'm talking, I go from one to the other, to the other. And I second guess it and go back. I swear to God, it's a problem. I I said, I was like, I've been having so many like intrusive thoughts about people like breaking in and like killing Mm, the dog or killing me. And what is wrong with us? 
I'm like, do I need to take a back seat to like no, all my true crime yes, stuff? And sometimes <laughs> I do. I, Mike and I, even at night, we'll have that on when we're going to sleep. And sometimes I do have to, I tell him, I'm like, I cannot listen to this right now. I yeah. just don't want that in my subconscious plan. To be the last thing before no, I fall asleep. Yeah. No, I absolutely have to step away sometimes from that because it can be quite terrifying. Yeah. So who won that one? Um, Ashley Mary. Uh-oh, okay. crap. It just closed me out. Lord. Oh, no. Um, it's okay. We're back. <laughs> um, the winner was Ashley Mary, 56 to 44%. Oh, really close. It was close, yeah. Um, Rudis in the DMs. Oh, don't we love this? Uh, Allie Green, mm. living my best style, with an honorable mention of Amber Massey. And what do you know? They all three have us blocked. Wait, Allie Green does? She blocked us a long time ago. No, she was unblocked. I was able to tag her. You're right. She is. I just went. She unblocked us. She okay. Was, we ha- she had us blocked for a while. She did have us blocked for a while. And um, so did Katie Roach. But now we're blocked again. So, yay. Well, Love a good block. Again, we didn't create this. Y'all did. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Skippable story. Which is, and you know what? That's fine. That's if, fine. If... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Skippable stories. Arfo Farmhouse and then Christian Blair Vordy. Oh, and then honorable mention, Daryl Ann. <laughs> honorable mention for these categories. For the skippables. Um, but you Arfo know Farmhouse was 66%. Dad what? got in, uh, honorable mention for this one, mm-hmm. which if you don't know, that means like third place, basically. Yeah. Um, the third most nominations. But then also had best giveaways. How do you know about her giveaways if you're skipping her stories? I'm just saying. I know. That is true, actually. <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. Um, the oops moment on stories. I loved this one. Uh, was Turtle Creek Lane, the vibrator on the nightstand, Daryl Ann, the nude man on live, and then Krista Horton, the nip slip. And people messaged us. Did you see all the messages coming in about, about how the vibrator was actually January of 2021? No. Was it? Oh, yeah. So we had a lot of people that were like... <laughs> The vibrator was actually last year. Okay, well, I suppose I should have Googled it. But honestly, if you had told me it was January of 2021, I wouldn't have believed you because it felt so recent. It did. But it it was. I I looked it up and it was, in fact, January of 2021. But you know what? It was literally the most nominated thing. I don't know if it won, but it was the most nominated. It didn't, though. It was 38% to 62%. Damn. Isn't that crazy? Um. Yeah, I mean, that was a shocking difference. Most improved, Courtney Shields and Just Class. Wait, did we already do that? No. What was the other one? Most changed. Biggest yes, change. Yes, biggest change. Okay, sorry. Yes. So most improved was Courtney Shields with Just Classically Cassidy. And then the honorable mention was Kelsey Light. I love all three. Yep. Um, Courtney Shields actually won this one 64%. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, biggest heart, dress up buttercup, DD, and then Hey Maddie Nelson. Of course. Thirty percent to seventy percent. And then the honorable Wait, mission was Hey Nazarene. Seventy to thirty what? Maddie. Okay. Maddie won, yeah. Um, and then Hey Nazarene was the honorable mention. Bib of the year. I'm excited for this one. I was shocked at this one. Really? Yes. Not shocked necessarily because she won. I think it could have literally gone fifty fifty. I was shocked at the percentages. 71% to 29%. Krista? Krista won. Damn. There's uh-huh. that army. And then honorable mention was Kathleen Post, which I love that. Yes. We had so many people that were messaging mm-hmm. separately to their nomination mm-hmm. saying that like they just love how well balanced her content is and that like she's. Yeah. She's creative. Yes. She does 
hair, makeup, clothing, food. I mean, she does kind of everything. And that's hard for people to do. You've got people trying to do everything. It doesn't doesn't work out. Yeah. Which reminds me today, I was watching stories. And I just want to go ahead and give an honorable mention to all of us. How on January 2nd, we're all like suddenly gym rats and food pros. We're like, oh, yeah, I got my healthy carbs and this, that, and the other. (laughs) And then like, whatever. I'll see you on the couch in two weeks. Like, let's get real here, people. Everybody right now is like doing their, I'm guilty of it too. But I'm like, oh, my God. New year, new me. New year, new me. Going to get snatched. We are going on our cruise in three months. So it does give me something relatively close that I can like actually get my eye on that and like keep up with it. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn a new leaf. I'm gonna turn a new leaf. I just want to just be more active in general. I'm not gonna yeah. put myself to any standards. Yeah, but like even if it's just the problem is like on the days that I work at the store, mm-hmm. I'm so tired. I'm usually there for 11 hours. Yeah. So I'm like, my feet hurt. Even if it's just taking the dog for like a long walk. Moving your body is truly, it gives you endorphins. And that is a real chemical reaction that happens in your body. Mm -hmm. Moving. I never work out and say, well, wish I wouldn't have done that. Or like walking today. No, you always feel good at the end. You always do. I went on a walk today for 30, 45 minutes with my neighbors Honest to God, I was thinking of every excuse not to go. And then I went and I was like, okay, because once I get in the habit of it, I really genuinely do enjoy it. I don't not like it, but you're right. Like, it's just moving your body and like doing it, just being active. That's a good thing. That's a great goal to have. Right. Just, just do it. Don't. We got to run something outside of our mouths. You know, we got to like actually (laughs) do something. (laughs) Well, we don't normally, but this year we are. All right. Done. Okay, well, I feel really good about those. We had a lot of people that were like, where's the husband categories? We have March March Madness Madness coming up. Yeah, we don't do husband for the bibs. Like, this is solely for the women. We did it the first year, but last the first year was Was also we we followed up with March Madness, and March Madness was... We'll save, the, yeah. we'll save the husbands for March Madness. Right, yeah. No. You, you but it was fun. Unleash your fucking horny selves on that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. Thank you all for everybody that did vote. Um, it's always mind-blowing to me, people that just watch stories and don't vote. I love clicking through stuff, like polls. I love polls. Why are we watching stories without clicking it? And, like, don't you want to see the results? That's the kind of funny it's thing so to me. so wild like, to me. If when, anything, just pick so you can see the results. Are you not curious? I know. Like, if you do this... Why? Yeah. I want to know. Yeah. Tell us. Because it's so strange when some of the numbers weren't adding up. I was like, kind of weird. Like some of the story. And I get sometimes people will rewatch stuff. But like at the same time, you got to know, like some people just don't vote. Like that's okay. I bet you that is it. I bet you the views are people rewatching like after the fact to see like where yeah. the polls are. Oh, no. I'm sure that's where some of the discrepancy is. But like yeah. even on other stories, just random stories, people just watch and don't click a poll. That's and true. I just don't understand that. I will never understand why y'all didn't vote on my poll. <laughs> like, I will never not yeah, vote. And it's the safest poll you can vote on. Just do it. Yeah. It's not that hard. All right. Well, Whew, this was a long episode. It Y'all was. Welcome. But you know what? I feel good. I feel like we got back in the groove. We got we to did. catch up. We did. We're setting the tone for the new year. No more negativity. None. You so trolls, if you have it, save the drama for your mama. Yeah. Troll comments. Go Keep them to your socks. <laughs> Without your shoes on. So you need a pedicure. Yes. Um, we will, as I said, be back next week with video. We're going to try and be a little bit more consistent with that. We are going to be a little bit more yeah. consistent with that. We are going to be more yeah. consistent with that. We are going to be a little more consistent. We say with it, that. honey. We're saying things this year. We're, we're bringing them to, 
light. Perfect. Um, rate five stars on iTunes, Spotify, all the things. Leave us some words of affirmation because that's we what need we're it. taking with us in yeah. the new year. And Wouldn't it be great to start 2023 with just a... A bump, a slew, if you will, of great um, words of affirmational ratings. I couldn't think of that, what I was trying to say, but y'all know what I'm saying. Get on iTunes and give us some good words of affirmation. It's perfect. We and want I'll, to start the tone with that. And on that note, we'll see you later. See Bye you next guys. week. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya unless you're rich and don't drive a Kia. Ooh, and what? we have like a lot of texts and calls in the hotline that oh, we need to get shoot. caught up on. Um, but in the meantime, we're going to pick up with an Am I the Asshole segment next week. Yep. You guys just got through the holidays, so I'm sure there are plenty of scenarios you can message us, but the best way to get them to us is to text or call into the hotline. 919-867-6776. Bye. Bye. But you think